Good evening. I'm Paul Durienzo with these headlines. A shooter killed at least 14 people and wounded 25 others at a university in Prague on Thursday in the deadliest mass shooting in the Czech Republic in decades. The gunman, a 24-year-old man, died by suicide, according to police. He was a student of the Faculty of Arts at Charles University. His name has not been released. And Rudy Giuliani filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy today, just days after a jury awarded two poll workers who sued him for defamation $148 million. The Chapter 11 filing won't help Rudy. Damages and lawsuits are exempt from bankruptcy proceedings. And in international news, Yemen's Houthi government has launched attacks on shipping in the Red Sea that's rerouted a majority of global trade away from the crucial maritime artery. The Red Sea is the approach to the Suez Canal and carries 12% of the world's trade. On Thursday, the Pentagon announced a coalition of the willing to patrol the Red Sea. They've really become bandits along the international highway that is the Red Sea. And so the forces assigned to Operation Prosperity Guardian will serve as a highway patrol of sorts. Yemeni activist Kathar Abdullah says the Houthis are doing what they can to force a ceasefire in Israel's war against Gaza. They're advocating for a ceasefire for humanitarian aid to enter Gaza and just using what they can, the levers that they have over the Babylindup Strait. And for the U.S. and other countries to retaliate against them for wanting a ceasefire is just extremely disappointing. Yemen after eight years of war with Saudi Arabia and the UAE, is now considered the site of the worst humanitarian disaster on the globe. But things are getting worse in Gaza under relentless attack by Israel. More than half a million people in Gaza, a quarter of the population, are starving, according to a report Thursday by the United Nations, eclipsing even the near famines in Afghanistan and Yemen. Sean Casey is with the WHO. He was recently at the El Shifra Hospital in North Gaza. There are only five ambulances working in northern Gaza right now, and patients are self-presenting on donkey carts, on stretchers being walked down the road. It's incredibly crowded. There are very few staff. In recent days, Israel has allowed a second border crossing to open into Gaza. About 200 truckloads entered on Wednesday, not nearly enough. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby says the United States is doing what it can. We feel that anguish, too, every single day. And that's why we have worked. We're leading the world in terms of getting humanitarian assistance into Gaza. But journalist Jennifer Lowenstein, who has lived in Gaza, says platitudes aren't enough. The death toll in Gaza isn't tragic. A tragedy is something that you tried to prevent but can't prevent that happens because of circumstances that got out of control. This isn't that. This is deliberate. This is way beyond tragic. And the war in Gaza is spreading into Syria, already divided by years of bloody civil war and foreign intervention. In recent days, there have been multiple airstrikes by Israel's air force in Syria and missile launches towards Israel from Syrian territory. Japan's ambassador to the UN spoke on Thursday. The security situation in Syria is already fragile. Israeli airstrikes, including on Syria's international airports, and various military clashes involving ISIL and other Islamic resistance groups. The Security Council then voted to renew the mandate of the UN Disengagement Observer Force, its peacekeeping mission in Syria, for another six months until the end of June in 2024. Ukraine's parliament voted Tuesday to legalize medical marijuana. The reason? The war with Russia has left thousands of people with post-traumatic stress disorder that many believe could be eased by the drug. New York's veteran cannabis advocate Dana Beal is currently in Kyiv. These wonderful people here want to immediately go to adult use. People have to do things because of the fact there's a war on. 
Ukraine needs new sources of tax revenue. It passed by 248 votes in the 401-seat parliament. In local news, the city's teachers' union is suing to stop the Adams administration from shaving as much as $2 billion off the local education department budget as part of a long list of spending cuts first announced in September. Teachers' union president Michael Mulgrew. It is not easy to take this step, but it is unprecedented where we are. We have never had an administration try to cut their schools when they have historic reserves and their revenues are all up. And finally, New York City is losing population. Over 100,000 people left the Big Apple in the past year. Mayor Eric Adams addressed the issue today. They want to go to a place where their children can play outdoors, larger green spaces, we want to see animals. You don't, you don't see too many animals but rats in New York. And so there's a combination of, of things, and we're getting rid of those rats, by the way. The city lost more residents than any other city in the nation. Paul DiRienzo, New York.